got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be discussing Bitcoin because Bitcoin, I believe, is heading back to $50,000. Guys, we have like 10 or 15 indicators we need to go over today because there is a very good reason to believe that a major Bitcoin rally is about to happen. And you might say, Jeb, but didn't we already rally 50%? Yes, we did, but I think we're about to continue. But unfortunately, there's always a bearish side to every bullish argument. And there's a few reasons why Bitcoin might actually correct today. So that's what we're going to be discussing for the first half of this stream. We're going to be talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, the massive rally that we've seen over the last seven days and where we are headed next. And we're also going to be diving into the gold market because the spot price of gold is down 10% over the weekend. And that is going to have big implications for Bitcoin. In fact, I think there might be a connection between the big rally that we've seen on Bitcoin and the drop in the gold price. And then we're also going to, if we have time at the end of the stream, talk about the uh, bill going through Congress, Congress right now having to do with infrastructure and cryptocurrency regulation. Guys, we got a great stream lined up for you today. Day. Let's see if we can't get to 200 likes in the next minute. I am joined, as always, by my co-host and your president, Kind of Crypto Tim. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Had a good weekend. Boom sauce. Crypto had a good weekend. Oh, you just switched to me? Yeah. It's yeah, nice. Focused on Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in reality, that's probably the more important part. Of we got to see uh, Dwight. Sure. Yeah, Dwight is important. I yeah. actually, Tim, I don't care about your weekend. Dwight, how was your weekend? Yeah, it's true. How was Dwight's weekend, Tim? He he was pretty bored. He just he sat on a desk all week. He sat on a desk all that's week. That's how hard he works, though. That's rough. Well, Dwight is committed. Dwight is the MVP. In fact, I think Dwight should win the Hoddle Trophy this week. Dwight might have to make some predictions. Maybe. Uh, maybe, well, maybe we should. We'll maybe throw him out there. Maybe all three of us should make one of Dwight's predictions to see if Dwight wins this week. That'd be pretty funny. Maybe we'll have Dwight compete against Turtle in a future prediction that would contest. be pretty epic this is like the most unfunny exchange i've ever heard i think it i think it's pretty funny because of how bad it is it's called anti-humor smay by the way we are also joined as always by smay who is our chaotic producer how are you doing smay oh, sorry i was just i was really hard right now guys dwight looks fabulous the lighting is mic. great i still don't have a mic dwight looks amazing his the lighting on dwight's face uh, is impeccable right now yeah yeah guys we got a lot lined up for you we already got forty dollars worth of super chats we'll read those in a bit but i want to go ahead and dive onto the chart we've got a lot to talk about so let's go ahead and start. I'm a poet and didn't even know it. How about that? Guys, Bitcoin over the weekend had a major, major rally, and this is going to have implications on Bitcoin's price for the next several weeks. We've talked about over the last couple of weeks how $42,000 was a very important level of resistance for Bitcoin, and let me show you exactly why. $42,000 was, in fact, the all-time high that we set back on January the 8th, and in fact... Even to this day, there are arguments among technical analysts as to whether or not we're seeing a massive inverse head and shoulder, uh, excuse me, a massive regular head and shoulders pattern with price targets down around $20,000. That is an active conversation in the cryptocurrency space right now. $42,000 was a big level that we needed to break so that we could prove those analysts who are saying that wrong. I don't think that it's a head and shoulders pattern. It looks like one, but I don't think it's going to play out that way. But $42,000 was one of the final levels that we needed to, to break to make sure that that wasn't the case. It's also important because because to, uh, to enter into a bull market and enter into a major rally, you got to set higher highs and higher lows. Well, guess what we've just done? We have set a higher high because we've rallied to 42,000, which was roughly the same level that we touched on June the 15th, albeit we rallied a little bit higher than we did on June the 15th. But for the most part, we had set an equivalent high, not a higher high. However, over the weekend, we rallied to our new level of resistance of $46,000, and we're sitting right below it right now. 
In fact, $46,000 is a crucial level of resistance, and we're going to go into why here in a minute when we talk about the potential pitfalls of this rally and why we might actually not continue to the upside. I think we are going to, but we here at the CryptoJeb channel try and give you both sides of the argument so that you can make your own fully informed decisions. That's one of the reasons you should subscribe to the channel and hit that like button, so make sure to check those out down below. It's a big red button. You've probably seen it before. Anyway, one of the things that we need to talk about here on Bitcoin is that $46,000 level. So let's go ahead and talk about why it's so important. First and foremost, we set it as a level of resistance over the weekend. So naturally, it's going to be important for that reason. But at the same time, looking on the daily chart, we can see that it was a low that we set back on the 24th of April. We also set it as a low here on the 13th of May. And we also set it as a low in between the time period of February the 10th and March the 5th. So $46,000 is an important level of resistance for that reason. But an even more important reason that $46,000 matters is because of our VPVR, the, vo the volume profile visible range. VPVR, as we talked about a little over a week ago, had a major uh, a major low point of resistance in between $42,000 and $46,000. Notice how VPVR is very low right here in between $42K and $46K. This is something we talked about last week. I told you guys, I think last Wednesday, that if we manage to break $42,000, we'll probably go straight to $46,000. Well, that's exactly what happened, and the way that we were able to ascertain that was because of the low VPVR. By the way, for anyone who is not familiar with VPVR, VPVR stands for the volume profile of the visible range. The visible range component means that we are taking into account all data that is on the chart, and the volume profile represents uh, how much trading has happened at a at a at a uh, respective region? So notice there hasn't been much trading down here around forty two to forty six thousand dollars in the visible range that we're looking at. So all of this price action, but there is a ton of trading right here in between May the fifteenth and Jul uh, July the thirty first, around thirty to forty thousand dollars. So there's a much higher amount of volume profile, of uh, uh, volume profile of visible range uh, data at that level. But there's not much here between forty two and forty six. That's how we were able to say that we were probably going to rocket straight through $42,000. However, uh, straight from $42,000 to $46,000. However, using the exact same technical indicator, the volume profile visible range, we can see that there's a big level of resistance, a big zone of resistance that starts at $46,000. So we actually can tell based on these bottoms over here, that there's a big level of resistance because of how much trading happened up here. Notice there is a lot more trading that happened between 46,000 and 56,000 than there was between 42 and 46,000. The reason that that's important is because where the volume is low, and I'm not talking about the trading volume, I'm talking about the amount of uh, price action volume that happened at a certain level, it was low, so we broke through it easily. It is high right above us, which means it's probably going to be more difficult to break through it, and we'll get to what that means in our price predictions later on at the end of the show. By the way, Hoddle Trophy went to no one last week because it was a three-way split. We will get to the Hoddle Trophy and our predictions a little bit later on in the stream. But let's take a pause really quickly. Let's break down everything that we've covered because technical anal uh, analysis can be a lot to take in, and I don't want to overwhelm you. The first thing that we've realized here is that $42,000 was an important level of resistance that, if broken, would probably send us straight to $46,000. Well, that has now happened, and we've seen Bitcoin rally over the weekend. We've also learned that $46,000 is a major level of resistance, and it's going to be critical that we're able to break through it. And we've also learned 
that 46000 to $56,000 is the zone that we should be looking out for. So let's take a pause, let's read some Super Chats, and then we'll continue going over our technicals. we got a lot of conclusions to draw here in a second. Real quick, because we do have some Super Chats, but I, there is a question that I want you to answer very briefly, because I realize uh, that to answer them fully would take you 10 minutes, okay. and that's why you answer them in the CD2A course. Yes. Uh, but we did have a, a person ask, I think his name is Rain, or her name, I don't, Rain, I think, uh, asked, could you quickly describe what TD Sequential and VPB are are supposed to be doing absolutely so i actually just talked about vpvr so that uh scroll back a little bit i went over that td sequential in two or three sentences is a candlestick counting algorithm it counts up to nine and after it hits nine it says that the trend has gone on for too long and it needs to reverse so if you've been rallying for uh nine td sequential counts so you might have one or two uh red candlesticks in there then that's fine uh it's going to continue on to nine and if it goes over nine it's going to say okay we need to put the brakes on we need to pause we need to correct same thing in a downtrend if you downtrend and it hits nine then it's going to say you need to bottom out and you need to rally there is a lot more to it than just that and that's why we went over it in a video in the cryptocurrency technical analysis academy mm-hmm. you guys are really loving ct2a lately a ton of you guys are joining because you guys are seeing the value of technical analysis that's why i'm so passionate about technical analysis because it's the reason that i have a job and we were able to b- found this company and i've been able to give back so um amazingly to our community i'm so i'm so thankful for and grateful for technical analysis and if you want to learn more about ta and everything that we're talking about here check the link in the description box down below someone just said the Great president question. is a little out of focus that's because uh dwight yeah dwight is taking the limelight dwight is taking the limelight yeah, yeah. that's hilarious do that, I, uh, I mean honestly do i do i need to move dwight yes. so, yeah okay. oh, all right dwight, dwight go, go to no. sleep go to sleep am i good all right i mean that's just how important dwight is that dwight he, is important he takes the anyway so uh let's go to super chats real quick i gotta scroll all the way down here my by the way friend. guys while he's scrolling down make sure to smash that like button let's see if we can't get a 500 likes here in the next minute we have 1600 people watching i know it's possible we got a lot of great conclusions to come to here in a second yep we have a, a super chat from liberty above all i think he like literally gave us almost as soon as we started yeah I he did I he said it. good morning jeb thoughts on crypto on the crypto portion of the infrastructure bill great question and its that, impact hold on and the impact oh, on prices i'm already on hold with my senator's office while i watch think we all should question mark coffee on me again smash those likes thank you so much liberty above all i love your name by the way yeah and thank you for that donation that is actually going to be our second segment so as soon as we're done with ta uh i'm yeah. sorry that's gonna be our third segment so as soon as we're done with TA on Bitcoin, we're going to move on and talk about the gold markets. And then anytime that we have left, we're going to cover that. If we don't have time to cover everything on the cryptocurrency bill, because it, it seems like it's going to be voted on tomorrow, yes. we are going to talk about that in the afternoon video. And I will put it all into a nice, neat little bow for you. So make sure to stay tuned for that. We will cover that. I don't want to cover it right now because it will get us off topic. But thank you very much for that super chat. We will be getting to that. Yeah. Next one is from CryptoVet. says, thanks for the, birth- the birthday wishes last week. You all are amazing. Here's a super chat to start the week and gains oh, yeah. off right. Heck yeah, CryptoVet. Happy birthday, man. Thank yeah. you very much for that super chat. Guys, CryptoVet is a fellow cryptocurrency YouTuber who I met on BitBoys Around the Blockchain. Go subscribe to his channel. He makes amazing content, and you should definitely check him out. Thank you for and tuning he is in. And he's a veterinarian. That's why he has vet. He right? is, he's yep. Not, he's not like a, a war vet. Either way, you know. Both are great. Saving so. people. He <laughs> saves. Both. He saves. He saves dogs. He saves and horses and stuff. I mean, I, I bet there's some people who are their lives in jeopardy if their dog dies or something like that. That's so, true. You know, That's true. Human lives. Crypto vet's awesome. Um, Robin K was the next one. He said, "I had a birthday. I had my birthday yesterday, turning 31. Lo and behold, my lovely wife gave me your CTA course hey. as a birthday gift. Looking forward to joining you. That that is a great gift, Robin. You had a great wife. That is a great wife you got there. That's an awesome gift, guys. If you yeah. want to learn more about technical analysis and everything that we're about to dive back in." 
in tune. Make sure to check it out. Links in the description. We've helped over 5,000 students learn everything that they need to know about technical analysis so they can make a difference in their lives from trading and investing so they can give back to their communities. If you want to learn more about TA, check out the link in the description box down below. We're going to jump back into it here in a second. Yeah, last one. We got one from Tim Byrne saying, Jeb, could you make a template of your crypto spreadsheets available so we can enter our own bags for our own analysis? I can do that, actually. That wouldn't be that big of a deal. I can do that. Tim, can you take a note on that and I can I, I will do that? I will. Yeah, it's it's not complicated. It's just got a little bit of math in it. I can do that, though, I think. I don't know how to upload that and share that, but if I figure it out, then I will do that. That's a good idea, Tim. Uh, yeah, so guys, that's all of our Super Chats for right now. Let's see if we can't get to 750 likes. We got 1,700 people watching. I know we can do it, but let's go ahead and jump back onto the chart because there is quite a bit more that we need to cover. Now, let's finish with some of these bullish technicals because I want to get on to the counter argument, which is the bearish side. You guys already know I'm bullish on this market. I think we're going to rally to $50,000 relatively soon. However, we want to make sure that we're giving you a fair and balanced take on the market. So let's talk about those bearish. Uh, those bearish indicators here in a second, but we still got to wrap out with the bullish. So there's a few things that are very bullish on Bitcoin as well as what we've already discussed. First and foremost, Lux Algo is still in a very strong uh, buy signal. We saw a strong sell signal and it called this entire correction. Take a note of this. This indicator is phenomenal on every single time frame. Whether you're a trader, a swing trader, or an investor, you need to be using this indicator. Everybody is getting it right now. It's the new hot thing in crypto. You got to check the link in the description box down below. It is phenomenal. You can use coupon code Jeb, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. Whether or not we had an affiliate link for it, I don't care. I would still be promoting it because it's a great product. It does help our channel when you sign up with it, though. And it does have a buy signal right now on Bitcoin. And we should be taking note of that because Lux Algo tends to be very, very accurate. And it does say that we're moving to the upside. And it looks like that's going to continue. But another thing I want to point out is the 20 exponential, uh, the 20 daily EMA, or as I call it, the 20 DEMA. The 20 daily exponential moving average was a very major level of support that we touched on August the 4th. And the reason that is so important is because the 20 daily exponential moving average is the level that you, generally speaking, will see the market pull back to during a major uptrend. And it will bounce off of it if that uptrend is going to continue. Notice how we touched it two times here in 2020, once on November the 28th, once on the 11th of December. Scrolling forward here, we can see that during the bull market, the later part of the bull market, before we went into this downtrend, I still think we're in a bull market. Let's not confuse terms there. We saw Bitcoin came down and briefly fell below this level, but for the most part, it stayed above it. And we found support on the 20 daily EMA. Notice here we did the same thing. The 20 daily EMA is the most powerful trend indicator in technical analysis analysis, bar none. There's an entire video in CT2A on the 20 daily exponential moving average and some historical analysis on it so you can see how powerful it is. It's very important and I've been using it every single day in my technical analysis for the last four years. It is in my top 10 technical indicators. Make sure to use it. And we bounced off support of it. That means that we're in an uptrend. That's another way that we can confirm we're in an uptrend. Not only have we set higher highs and now higher lows, we're also bouncing off the 20 daily EMA, which means that we're in a strong bull trend. Another reason why Bitcoin is in a massive uptrend and I don't have it up, but I will show you here in a second, is that we have seen uh, Google Trends start to pick up. We've seen a massive uptick in the search volume on Bitcoin over on Google and here on YouTube as well. One of the ways that we do analysis on the market is not just technical analysis, not just fundamental analysis, but there's a subset of fundamental analysis that is called sentiment analysis. Sentiment analysis is us analyzing what does the cryptocurrency market think about something? Because if everybody's bullish, then everybody's probably going to go buy and the price is probably going to 
going to go up. So we want to think about what is the market thinking? Well, there are so many people in crypto right now that weren't here three weeks ago before this rally started, and those people are buying. We're seeing it happen with on-chain metrics. There's more cryptocurrency flowing off the off uh, exchanges right now. There's more active addre- uh, there's very low active addresses right now, which means that people are hodling. There's a lot of reasons to believe that the sentiment in cryptocurrency is very bullish. In fact, the fear and greed index is also rallying. We have many reasons to believe that Bitcoin's going to go up. So the 20 daily EMA just backs up that sentiment. There's a few more things, and then we're going to talk about the bearishness, and then we're going to come to our conclusion and move on. One of the final things I want to cover that is very bullish for Bitcoin is the green-red-green formation here. Notice how we had a green candlestick on August the 7th, and then we had a red candlestick on August the 8th, and today we're in the middle of having a green candlestick. This is important because we have a non-engulfing, I'm going to define uh, define these terms here in a second, we have a non-engulfing candlestick formation here, and then we have an engulfing candlestick formation here. So a non-engulfing candlestick formation... Candlestick formation just means it's something that's made up of candlesticks. We have a formation that we're looking at with candlesticks. That's what these boxes are. Uh, And a a non-engulfing means that the second candlestick was smaller than the first. So notice we have this green candlestick right here. This red candlestick was smaller than the first. The green candlestick represents bullishness. The red candlestick represents bearishness. So since we saw a non-engulfing candlestick, it means that the bulls were stronger than the bears, or else the bears would have engulfed the green candlestick and the red candlestick would have been bigger. But the reason it's a green-red-green formation is because today we're seeing an engulfing green candlestick. Notice how the green candlestick is engulfing the red candlestick. In other words, it's bigger than it. So we saw a green candlestick then we saw a smaller red candlestick, then we saw a bigger green candlestick. It's basically two candlesticks confirming that we're bullish. These oftentimes show up in the middle of a trend and indicate that you're going to continue in the same trend that you're already in. That's a very good sign and one that we should be taking pretty seriously. We also want to look here briefly at the MACD and the RSI. There are some uh, mixed signals coming in on the RSI. We're going to get to those in a second. But for the most part, MACD is still bullish. We are still diverging. Remember, MACD stands for Moving Average Convergence Divergence. We're trying to see if these two lines, the MACD and the signal line, are converging, meaning they're coming together, or diverging, meaning they're going apart. In this case, we're moving to the upside, so them diverging is very bullish. That's what we're seeing, so we have a good sign here. The RSI also... And we're going to get to the bad, the bad news on the RSI here in a second. But for right now, the good news on RSI is that we had a very deep correction down to 55, and we're also only sitting at 70. What that means is that we're not massively overextended. It means that we are uh, safe and comfortable on RSI, and it means that there is room to move to the upside. And actually, I almost forgot, but there is one final thing, and that is that TD Sequential is sitting at 5. It's not sitting at 9. Notice how we hit 9 over here, and two days later, we went into, into a correction. We have not had a 9 flash on TD Sequential, which means that we should be able to have more room to run here. This is one of the reasons why I think we're going to 50,000. Now, before we move into the bad news and the bearish news and our conclusions, let's go ahead and jump back to chat. Let's see if there's any questions that we need to answer. And uh, Tim, did everything I say make sense? Is there anything I need yeah. to go over and make no, sure people I, are I caught think, up on? I think you're good. I okay. think that was really good. Because I know technical analysis can be complicated. I want to make sure I'm not going over people's heads and we're making sure everybody understands. Right. No, I, I think people are following cool. what you got. At least cool. I haven't seen too many crazy uh, chats saying I have no idea what you're talking awesome. about. Awesome. And hey, guys, if, if you get that, let me know. I want to make sure that what we're talking about here is accessible to everyone because I, I genuinely believe technical analysis can make a difference in your life. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look here to see. Um, we have a couple super chats, so we're going to start there, and, and I'll do it. keep looking back to see if there's anything else that we got there. Uh, Tim Byrne did actually comment back in. He said that if you use a crypto spreadsheet template, it could be put on a Google Sheets and link posted to your Twitter. Okay. Is what he was saying. Cool. Um, all right. So we have one from... 
crypto ko- the crypto koala saying okay this is for me uh turtle ta on xdc please was up 20 percent and 400 percent in volume over 24 hours need turtle ta hashtag free smay smay you don't know what xdc is so there's no way you're making this up this is coming straight from the turtle's mouth what is it saying up or down one word up or down i think he needs to potentially consult the turtles before he gives an answer well he should know are you communicating with the turtles right now? No. Oh, you don't know? I, I, yeah, I no. I need to go back and talk to them and come back. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, yeah. Have well, we'll have to come. We'll have to come back to that. Sorry. Uh, next one, uh, uh, Smay. Get some. Get some questions. Joshua Mulvey said, "I notice Smay sometimes wears a Celtics hat. Is he from Boston?" No, he is not. He just likes losing teams. Ooh. I'm just kidding. I don't know the first thing about the Celtics. I will uh, say it's been a while since they were uh, champs, but <laughs> that's a lot of teams. If you don't uh, have uh, LeBron, except for this year, if you don't have LeBron or or uh, Curry, KD on your team, Curry, Curry did good for two years. I mean, Curry's still good. He's uh, not been in the last two, has he not? I, well, the last, but the last two. Well, this this was the first year that LeBron wasn't in it. Or let's see. No, this is the this is the first year that. Oh well, that will we'll we'll chase that one. No, LeBron was oh, in no. last year. Oh yeah, they won last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm there was a year before that. I think this that is over my head. I don't know the first. Yeah, thing this about is sports. Basketball. This is sports. Anyway, I don't know the first thing about this, uh, we are probably going to end up having a, an afternoon show like more content for you guys, where you got you two oh, can talk about sports. It's official. It's whether, official. Whether it burns and crashes and is stupid, uh, this <laughs> Friday isn't that the point? This Friday, uh, do we even have a name for the show yet, Smay? No. But we what whether about, whether it oh, is yeah, we do. It's between two coins. Well, what, what is about, that what we're going to call the whole yeah. show or a segment? Wait, okay. what about afternoon antics? I don't know. I don't Give know. us ideas for show, but th- starting this an, week. Hold on. Hey. Hey. It's not an afternoon show. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not an afternoon show. It's a weekend show. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. That's right. So I think we decided the time's going to be 6 p.m., right? 6 p.m. So every Friday from here on out, Smay and I will be doing our own show. No Jeb. Jeb might make some cameos. going to be there. But it is not his show. Yep. It's it is, a show. It is Smay and Tim's show. Let's and, do it. And you know what's the best part? You don't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, don't watch it. Anyway, speaking of things that we don't like, let's go ahead and talk about the bearish signs on Bitcoin. Check out that segue. That was smooth, huh? Anyway, there's a few things. There's not many, but there are a few very important things that we need to look at on Bitcoin. Number one is this wedge. It's been staring you in the face the whole time we've been doing technical analysis here. This wedge, we have an uptrending level of resistance on Bitcoin. It started back here when we rallied to $40,000 on a, on a candle wick on the 26th of July, and it goes all the way until today. Today, we rallied just a couple of hours ago up to $46,000, our new local high, and that actually touched this uptrending level of resistance. We're also seeing an uptrending level of support. Anyone who's gone through the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy will immediately recognize this as an ascending wedge and is bearish. Wedges, 70% of the time, force the market to break in the opposite direction that they're pointing. So this wedge is pointing to the upside. 70% of the time, we should be expecting this market to break to the downside, roughly, in this case, probably $4,000. That would put us back close to forty dollars or $41,000. That's what this technical indicator, or excuse me, this chart formation is saying that we should do. On top of that, 
this level of resistance here, this red one right there, has another piece of bad news for us. If we look at the RSI, remember earlier when I said that the RSI had some bad news for us, not just good news. There's a downtrend on the tops on the RSI. This is important because this is what is known as classical bearish RSI divergence. Let's break all that down really quickly. RSI is the relative strength index. That's the oscillator that we're looking at right here. I'll show you on the chart. This is the RSI. We have an entire video going over it and how it's calculated, RS minus one, all that stuff in CT2A if you're interested. Also, the divergence means that there's a difference. It means that two things are doing opposite things. So we have a downtrend here on the tops and we have an uptrend here on the tops of the price action. Uptrend on the price action, downtrend on the tops of the RSI. So that's our divergence. Classical bearish just means that classically it's the most common type and bearish means it's pointing to the downside. So we have RSI divergence that is bearish. It's bearish because it shows up on the resistance. If it showed up on the support, it would be bullish. But in this case, it shows up on the resistance, so it's bearish. This also calls for probably a four to $5,000 correction on Bitcoin. So what gives? We have all this bullish news. We have all these reasons to believe that Bitcoin's going to rally. And we have bearish reasons to believe that Bitcoin's going to pull back four or $5,000. Where am I getting those numbers from? Generally speaking, the larger the RSI divergence and wedge, the further you will correct to the downside because everything kind of scales up. That's where I'm getting that number. It's a rough estimate, but we find support around forty-one dollars to $42,000. So that's where I would put the price targets for those two at. So this is where I want to bring you in, Tim. Yeah. With both sides of this, what do you think is going to happen? And what should we do whenever we see... Uh, technical analysis pointing us in two different directions. Look, I mean, continue to look. Look at the fundamental analysis. Really look at, like, I mean, if, if it's an exact tiebreaker, meaning let, let's say you're looking at six indicators and it's 3-3, three, three, it, that's what, when you hear Jeb or you hear other technical analysts say it could go up, could go down, sometimes you kind of have to leave yourself in a place of saying, hey, I don't know, so I'm going to sit and watch. Uh, a terrible mistake is to make a move that you don't at least have a majority of opinion thinking that, that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but when, when I see this, I, there's a couple of things. Like I said, the first thing you would do is def des definitely go back to fundamentals. Look at what's happening fundamentally. Look at the on-chain analysis uh, and make your decision based off of that. For example, and I know we were talking about this before stream. The, we're going we're gonna to make our predictions here at the end of the show, so I'm not giving exact numbers, but we were talking about what do we think it's going to do. Mm -hmm. Is it going to rally all the way up to 50? Is it going to drop back down? Jeb was like, Tim, do you think it's going to crash? I don't think it's going to crash, and I don't think it's going to go up necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet, and here's the reason why. And so for all of the people out there who have been following the Wyckoff accumulation phase, you guys will understand, potentially you guys are in the same boat of understanding here. Uh, last week, when we rallied to 42,000, we actually only rallied to the top of the trading channel of the accumulation phase, mm -hmm. meaning back on the 20... The 20th of May, I think it's the exact same day that we had that massive crash down to 29,000. show them on the chart while you're talking. Keep going. It bounced back up to about 42,000, a little bit over 42,000. What that does, and according to Wyckoff, is it sets the top. It's an automatic rally that sets the top of a trading range that in the accumulation phase, you continue to trade inside. So we had the bottom sitting around 29,000. We had that top sitting around 42,000. And guess what? We traded pretty darn close to right between that range the entire time for, what was that, like a two-month? Month, yeah. uh, two and a half month segment. Yeah, they can see it on my chart right now. We had a really good rally last week where we hit our heads on that 42, which was the top of the trading channel, and then dropped back down to about 37. We had not broken out of that trading channel. While that was a beginning of a sign of strength, which indicates that we're rallying up, it wasn't officially a sign of strength. Mm -hmm. Now we have officially broken through. We've gotten as high as 46,000. 
if Wyckoff is right, when you f- break through that trading range, you set that sign of strength a, a significant amount higher than the trading channel, then you start to trade sideways in kind of a bullish pennant before you continue the rally. So do I think that we're going to stop and this is the top for a while now we're going back into a bear market? No, I think we're actually going to be trading sideways here for a little bit, creating a pennant before we actually continue on to that 50,000. And here's a couple of things, the reason why I think that's happening. First of all, because this accumulation phase has been playing pretty stinking close to perfect, exactly what Wyckoff predicts. It's not always perfect. A lot of times Wyckoff gives you the thought to have, and and you have to really pay attention to the numbers, the technical analysis, and everything else to make sure you're right. However, in this case, it's doing it pretty perfectly. And when you just look at what Jeb was just talking about from a technical standpoint, the RSI divergence, which isn't crazy, it's, a, it's bearish, but it's not like this gross RSI divergence. It's kind of a small one that would make us trade down and sideways for a little bit creating that pennant before we actually have an explosion. What, there was another one you said was bearish. Uh, the RS, the ascending wedge. Oh, the, the ascending wedge is another part of that, which according to Wyckoff, you need to be paying attention to other things as well to yeah. make your Wyckoff prediction correctly. And then the last one is, uh, according to VPVR, if you go and scroll back and look at VPVR, we are bumping our head right now on the beginning of a major level of resistance that we got to kind of trade sideways in. We got to make our, our way in. And then... Boom. We smash through it. We go back up. We break through that 50,000 and we keep going. Yep. But for those reasons, you know, I, I'll give my exact number here at the end of the show. I don't think Bitcoin is going up or down, really. It's going to be trading sideways here for yeah. at least a couple of days, if not a full week, mm-hmm. before we resume this this uh, this bull flag. Yeah. Or this bull, yeah, yeah, flag. No, that's fantastic. And guys, I hope you enjoyed me uh, kind of annotating on the chart what he was talking about there. I think it helps have a visual representation. I'll try and do that whenever Tim's talking because we can't get his chart online just yet. Smay is an agent of chaos, you know? It's really funny. Guys, smash that like button if you haven't already. We got a lot coming up. So here's my take. So we've done all the technicals. We had one part where we talked about bullish. We had a second part where we talked about bullish. We had a third part where we talked about bearish. And Tim just gave his take on Wyckoff. So what is going to happen? We got all these facts floating around in our head. And by the way, if you're a technical analyst, this is what you should do. You should look at all the facts, try and get as much information floating around in your head as possible. If you got to take notes like we do on our stream planning, I will show you our stream planning document right now if you guys can, if we can switch to it. Notice I have all these points right here that I wanted to go over. We talked about Google Trends. Boom. Volume increasing. I forgot to talk about that, but the volume's going up. That's a bullish thing. 20 DEMA, RSI, MACD. I'm taking notes. See this, guys? I'm looking at all the things that are bullish and bearish. And then now what I can do is I can look at this list and I can come to my conclusion. Okay, wait a second. We have way more bullish factors than we have bearish factors. Now, be careful of that. You might have 10 very weak bearish factors and one very, very, very strong bullish factor. And you might be inclined just by the numbers to think it's going to go down because you got so many of them. But you might have one bullish factor like, oh, I don't know, the USA adopts Bitcoin as its national currency. That's not happening. That's just an example. Uh, that is going to override all of them. So, yes, we have more bullish technical indicators right now than bearish, but we want to be careful. We don't want to just use the amount. We want to use the strength. The reason that I think we're going to go up here is because we have much more bullish technical indicators that are much stronger than bearish. That being said, I agree with Tim. Mm -hmm. I think we are going to consolidate below $46,000 for now. I think we're going to go up towards $50,000 and beyond in the next couple of weeks. I could very easily easily see us going back to all-time high in the next two to three months. 
However, Bitcoin has rallied quite a bit. And even though the RSI isn't massively overextended, it is still at 71. And even though there aren't a ton of bearish factors, ascending wedges and RSI divergence are incredibly strong and the market almost always listens to them. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think that unless the pumpamentals get out of control and we break through $46,000 in moonshot, by the way, if that happens, it'll be very obvious because we'll have a ton of volume and the market will be moving very quickly. Unless that occurs, I think we're going to consolidate in between forty-two dollars and $46,000 for at least three days. After that occurs, I completely agree with Tim. We're probably going to rally here. So that's my opinion, yeah. and it seems like Tim and I are in agreement on this. So if you want to take, if you want both of our takes on it, I think we both believe, and I don't want to speak for you, Tim, but I think we both believe we're going to consolidate for a few days. Yeah. I don't know how long you think we're going to consolidate. I'd say three that, to four that's days. That's the hardest one to. Uh, th- th- I'm not it good at predicting hard. that yet. Yeah. Uh, just I just for, know it's going to trade sideways here for a little bit. From what I've seen and what I've experienced, the size of this rally probably needs two to four days of consolidation. We saw a similar thing happen here. We saw about four to five, six days of consolidation in between 37 and 42. So that's why things going to happen here. I think we're going to see two, four, maybe five days of consolidation, and then we're going to rally. But there is one very important caveat to that. And I mentioned it a second ago, but I want to make sure you guys understand that I am aware of this. There is potential that because everybody flooding back into crypto right now. We're seeing more viewership on our channel right now than we've seen in several months. Same thing with Ben, same thing with Altcoin Daily, same thing with all your favorite YouTubers. There's an influx of new people in crypto, and that is an indicator that's very bullish that we need to take into account. When people get excited, they buy, and they throw the technicals out the window. That is a factor, and there is a possibility that we moonshot straight to 60K or 50K tomorrow. Technically, uh, disregarding that, even though it's important, technically... I think it's going to consolidate, but there is that chance. Well, and, and even another problem with that, I saw it put in chat. I think it was by Stumpy. He, he was talking about um, he was talking about how he didn't like how like uh, one whale could like change all that. You know, one That's whale could do things. Here's the thing. You know, we we have two options. We can sit here and complain that whales have power, or like those fish that attach themselves to whales and get played. If you understand how to think the way whales think and go the way whales go, yeah. They want Bitcoin to do well. Yeah. No whale invested in Bitcoin wants it to die. No. They wouldn't have got invested in it. They want to buy in lower, but they, they don't want it to they, die. They, they might want to manipulate it and drop the prices from time to time so they inquire more. So that's the whole thing is, can you understand and think the way they're thinking? In which case, what are they looking at? They're looking at things like... Wyckoff. They're looking at things, or they're doing the thing. Wyckoff was built around following them. They're looking at things like technical analysis. They're looking at things like, hey, what is the timing of fundamentals? And that's that's why we are trying to help you guys with everything you're doing is I'm in a complete agreement with anybody who says, gosh, I hate the whales have this much power. But yeah, totally we agree. Agreeing. But again, to fight that is like punching the wind. And it's just throwing money out the window. You know, yeah. you know, guys, you heard it here first. You Great analogy, Tim. On a whale. Go suck on a whale, guys. That's how you. <laughs> that is not official crypto. Please do not Jeff listen advice. to Smay's that advice. Is, that is that is Smay's advice. <laughs> he, we do not stand said, by that. He said go suck on a fish. I mean, so what? Suck on a whale. That's what you said. Oh, we do God. not condone sucking on anything. Uh, we do, however, have some super chats which don't suck. Yes, so let's we read do those. Have some super chats. Thank you. <laughs> young, Thank you. Young Economic Forum says, "Do we have an alt season two? Question mark. I think so. I think we're going to see that in the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Ethereum is pumping like crazy right now. We're mm-hmm. probably going to talk about it tomorrow's stream, maybe some afternoon TA as well. And I think it's going to lead to a massive altcoin pump. Yeah, I totally believe that. I can't tell if this is a troll, but Chris Bullock Gaming says, Smay, when will the Celtics go to the Super Bowl again? 
The answer is never. They're, they're, that's an NBA team, isn't it? Yeah. So again, I don't know if that's a troll question. I I'm assuming it is. <laughs> Smay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Another thing that Crypto Jeb and our team does not oh condone. Oh my gosh. No, I, Agent I, of Chaos over I, here. I, I, think, I think Chris is trying to troll. He's a troll. Yeah. yeah. Thank uh, you for the super chat. Yeah. Uh, four by Grace said Galatians 6.10, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And then he finished off with, I might start CD2A just to be clear, that's not the end. For those of you who don't know the Bible, I might start CT2A is not part of the Bible, but it is a great, <laughs> great line. Absolutely. Uh, Here, here's another one for you I was reading this morning. John 15, 8, uh, when, you were produ- when you produce much fruits, you are my disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. And that's what we're trying Come to on. do here. Yeah. Is we're trying to produce great fruits for the kingdom of heaven because we believe that Jesus Christ is our Savior. If you want to learn more about that, feel free to email us yes. or contact us, and we'll be more than happy to talk about it with you. It has changed my life, and Tim and Smay can stay the same thing. If yeah. you want to check that out, check it out. Uh, Biddy, Biddy McCoin face. Mac Mac Coinface, Biddy Mac Coinface, I think. Actually, he didn't even say anything. He just don't. He wanted to donate. Want to be a part of the team. Come Thank on. you very much, Biddy. Thanks so much, man. Matt C donated this thing. I think that this bull cycle is not over. So that uh, so that will be the force to continue pulling is up for the next few months. When all things are considered, I hope to see some of you in the webinar the next webinar. week. Webinar. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, guys, let's talk about that real quick because there's only 20 seats left. I told you guys this was going to go fast. Is it the 18th? I think it's the 18th at 3:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I might be yeah. wrong on that. Check the link in the description. In fact, I'm going to pull it up. The webinar is going to be myself and 50 of you guys in a room, and we're going to talk for an hour. I'm going to do 20 to 30 minutes of teaching, and then the rest of our time, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, marketing knows how I am. They know that I like to talk to you guys, so it's scheduled for an hour. It's probably going to go over an hour because I like talking to you guys. So we got about 20 to 30 minutes of teaching, and then we're going to spend a bunch of time as a group. Tim and I are going to be there. We're going to be able to interact with each other. It's going to be great. We're going to get in a room. Any of your questions, whether it's technical analysis or personal, we can talk about whatever you want. We can talk about the sky being blue or green we can talk about whatever if you want to do that make sure to sign up we have a landing page right here where you can get uh in this is probably going to be sold out by the end of tuesday i'm not even going to lie there's only 20 seats left we've got nine days left this is going to be yeah. sold out quick so make sure to check this out links in the description yeah real quick before we move on i i, I got an email from matt c he he messaged us uh so those of you who haven't watched the channel for a while uh matt c donates a lot and so he some does. of you guys are even wondering, like, we joke that Matt C keeps the channel alive and stuff. Yep. It's actually funny because in that email, he talks about the reason why he does it. He's, he lives in California. Uh, he understands being a small business owner himself, you know, getting know his, you know, getting awesome. up on his feet, getting going. You need help. You need to rally. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he donates because he really wants to see us succeed, which uh, thank you so much, thank Matt Thank you C. so much, Matt C. I didn't uh, know that. that is why we do what we do is to to give people value, but we also need money to turn keep the we lights do. on. Uh, <laughs> however, speaking of that, and this is not, he didn't sponsor or anything. I just, I love Matt C. He owns a small furniture company. Uh, he, That's awesome. he is, so Matt C, if you're watching right now, post in chat your link because I went and looked at it, and and this the stuff looks good. Like I, I'm not in a position right now where I'm buying furniture, but when I am, I'm probably gonna reach out to Matt C. Let's go because I I am a big supporter of small business and yeah. and clearly Matt C is as well. So if you guys are looking for furniture, Matt C, put that link in the chat and uh, do it, do it, Matt. give people a look. You know, good deal. Thank you so much, Matt C. I had no idea about that. Moving That's forward, awesome. we keep going. We got another one from Biddy Mac Coinface. He said, "When do you expect the bull?" Oh, Maybe he donated and forgot to post something. Oh. <laughs> when do you expect the bull market to end, end of this year or beginning of next year? I think it's going to continue on at least until the beginning of next year because there's so many fundamentals that we have not seen the price respond to yet. We've seen so much fundamental development in the last three months that Bitcoin's been correcting, and it 
Look, Bitcoin has something that I talk about in um, something that we're going to be launching pretty soon called uh, where we talk about uh, intrinsic value. The intrinsic value of Bitcoin is made up by its technicals, but mainly its fundamentals. What is Bitcoin really worth is a way of thinking about it. You can't put a number on it, but you can get an idea. What Bitcoin is really worth, its intrinsic value is massive right now with the amount of fundamentals we've seen uh, develop over the last few months. It's big. And I think that we're going to see Bitcoin price into that. I think Bitcoin is going to go well over Mm $100,000 in the next 12 months. So I don't think the bull market is going to end in late September. Uh, there's reasons to believe that uh, the 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 disease that shall not be named has a part to do with it. This infrastructure bill we're going to talk about in the afternoon video has a part to do with it. But I think we're doing that in the afternoon up. video. We're not going to talk. About this we're show. not going to have time today, but we will talk about that that in the afternoon video. Okay, gotcha. So, t- so make sure maybe to we can touch to the on it real quick, and then we'll have a full video. About yeah. It. All right, another one. I want to get through these so we can keep moving. Navasa said, "Crypto Jeb, how do you have your VPVR set up? Also picked up Lux Algo yesterday, and it has already paid for itself. Look at that. One day, and Lux Algo yeah. turned his pro- turned him profit. No. That's why we promote Lux Algo. I is was, because it's genuinely going to make you more profitable. Full stop. Sign up at the link in the I, I was looking at it just to back up what Navasa said. Yesterday was a good day for Luxago. It was. Sometimes Luxago gives a buy signal a little bit after the price started. It's still profitable, but it's not like it always pinpoints the bottom. Yesterday had a buy signal at pretty much the bottom. Yeah, let it me was show you. Yeah, really jump onto my screen. I'll show signal. you guys that. Check this out on the hourly chart. Boom. Look at that strong sell, uh, strong buy signal. Would have caught all of this if you had Luxago. Yeah. If you're not using this, guys, you're missing out on gains. Full stop. It's just a modifier to make you more profitable. Check out the link below yeah next one from bob and, and so i'm going to say this because I, I think it's part of this chat he gave 47 dollars and 86 cents very specific amount that is very specific he said if you found wyckoff theory interesting you should look into the bat look into and back test auction market theory 80 percent rule back test is it'd be amazed get the money you're welcome hint it's in the super chat price mm. so that's something i will have to look into bob I, i'm i love uh, love me some indicators thank you very much bob bob's always yeah. donating also bob is awesome he's giving massey a run for his money i'm not <laughs> Matt C is is the goat. Matt though. C is the goat, though. Brandon Clark said, "I love you guys. Keep up the great work." Pee pee poo poo smay. Gosh, <laughs> let's go! My gosh, go! I don't even. I don't oh even. Lord! Heartland Oki said, "Crypto isn't very cryptic. If you need, know your customer for everything you do in crypto." Hashtag hate. Hate on Yellen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Janet Yellen. Uh, I think we have, let's see. Got one more one by more. Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen Raising said, Hi, Jeb, Tim, and Smay. Good evening from the Philippines. Can you Philippines. guys do a quick Ethereum TA, please? Want to confirm my analysis if I should add right now? Thank you very much. Um, Ramming Salamat. Well, let's see. Um, say, it in, say it, Smay. Ramming Salamat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. So let's take a look here at Ethereum. Ethereum had a sell signal from Lux Algo that was, I mean, perfect. Look at this sell signal. That's great. And then the buy signal was very similar to Bitcoin. It was great. Ethereum right now, now I, I can't go into too much of it because we're running short on time, but we are more than likely going to talk about Ethereum tomorrow. I want to make sure we can go in depth on it. So we're going to cover that. Right now, Ethereum, as you probably know, if you're doing analysis on it, has major resistance around 3150. Ethereum right now is leading Bitcoin. It's actually beating Bitcoin. It's rallied further than Bitcoin has. Uh, this is a very important uh, position for Ethereum because it's been rallying for a very long time. In the same way that I think Bitcoin needs a small correction, I think Ethereum does too because take a look at this TD sequential, guys. We hit 9 and we still haven't corrected. We hit the 9 flash... 12 days ago, on July the 29th, we hit the 9 flash, guys. We are massively overextended on Ethereum. Where does this rally stop? I don't know. I think it needs a correction. But frankly, it could break out here. Ethereum could be running towards all-time yeah, high. Yeah, we talked about it this morning. Like, it, What's going to be hard is I don't know if Ethereum's ready to dismantle from Bitcoin completely yet. However, there are some things that are kind of 
restricting Bitcoin, like you know, there's, there's a resistance. Yeah. There's almost no resistance for Ethereum. Ethereum is it's blue ridiculous. sky breakout right now. There's no yeah. resistance left. It. I mean, there is a good chance that Ethereum ignores that TD sequential and goes straight back to all time high in like two weeks. That is it's, it. That is very much in the cards. Yeah. It would. It would have to decouple from Bitcoin. It right would. Now. It's hard to predict, but that is very much in the cards. We got uh, one more. Yeah. Last super chat from B13SR. Go get some breakfast burritos. Hashtag blessed. Let's go get some breakfast burritos. Breakfast yeah, burritos. That sounds good right now. You know what sounds good also is 1.5k likes. I know we can do it, guys. We got 33. That's true. We can. We got 3,300 people in chat. Let's see if we can get to 1,700 likes. I know we have it. And by the way, guys, you should subscribe to the channel. And let me tell you exactly why. We stand for a few things here. We stand for several things. But two of the things that we take most most seriously here are integrity and humility. We're probably one of the only cryptocurrency channels in the entire ecosystem that has that as our main core values. And, the, and that's not to knock any of their other crypto channels. I'm not saying that they don't have humility or integrity, but we take it exceptionally seriously. And the reason is, is because, frankly, there's a big deficit of it in crypto. There's all kinds of scams. That's a violation of integrity. And there's all kinds of egotism and pride. Yeah. And that's a violation of humility. Our goal here is to stick by our values, which is what integrity really is. is doing what you say and saying what you do, meaning what you say and saying what you mean. And humility doesn't mean thinking less of yourself it means thinking of yourself less and serving others yeah, they, that's saw, what we stand for i saw someone say in chat and they didn't give any accusation but they said there's there's youtubers right now taking money to spread fud articles uh not only will we never do that and you can probably count it well first of all we're not large enough yet i think to be on the radar to accept money for FUD articles but if anyone ever reaches out to us to ask us to spread fud we'll let you guys know like we will tell you straight yeah. up yeah if you're hey, a, we, if you're an art, if right you're right. a news station and you want us to get paid to manipulate the market no, it ain't gonna happen not gonna happen <laughs> ain't gonna happen uh guys that right there that integrity and that humility is why you should subscribe to the channel and by the way one of the things we take very seriously also is providing you guys the highest quality technical analysis the highest quality community and the highest quality setups so that you guys are the most profitable in cryptocurrency. We want to grow massive so that we can provide value to more people and spread our good news of crypto. So subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And by the way, make sure to sign up for LuxAlgo and CT2A. LuxAlgo is just going to make you more profitable because the signals are amazing. And CT2A is going to teach you the art of technical analysis that massive banks and investment firms have been using for over 100 years to make billions for their clients. It's the little known art that you need to learn. We cover it here on the channel because it is incredibly important. And as you can see, it is very, very powerful at predicting what we're going to do next. By the way, if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us over on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Instagram and Twitter is at CryptoJeb. TikTok is at CryptoJebOfficial. We have a ton of informative and entertaining content on those platforms. You're not going to want to miss it. And in case YouTube ever decides to take our channel down, it is also where we have our backup content. So make sure to follow us on those mediums. With that said, I want to move on here and talk about gold for a second. And you might be thinking, Jeb, gold is not a cryptocurrency. Gold is, in fact, the opposite of a cryptocurrency. But here's the thing. Gold, and I'll be looking at the GLD by the SPDR uh, Trust right here on the technical analysis for today. Gold is very important because gold is uh, the alpha version of, and I don't mean alpha as in the bigger version. I mean alpha as in the first version of Bitcoin. Why does gold have value? Let's start there. Gold has value because of its saleability over time. Now, let's break that down. What is saleability? Saleability is the ability to retain value. That is essentially what saleability is, retaining value. And saleability over time means retaining value over time. So what we want to see is our currency retain value into the future. There's a big problem with the U.S. dollar right now, and that is we print so much of it that inflation happens. I always use this example. You remember 10 years ago when the $5 footlong was a thing at Subway? How much does a footlong sandwich cost now? Eight bucks? 
Nine bucks, that's inflation. That's what that is. With how much technology is advancing, with how much more efficient supply chains have been becoming, if it weren't yeah. for inflation, a $5 footlong would probably cost $4.50 I mean, go, now. Go look at the McDonald's dollar menu. It's yeah. gone. The dollar menu doesn't exist. It's a $3 menu. Yeah. You guys who are a little bit older, you remember the 99 cent store? You can't get a pack of bubble gum for 99 cents anymore. Yeah. That's inflation. And by the way, you don't necessarily make more money with inflation. Smay was telling us the other day, his dad's been working at the same job for 20 years and has not had a raise having to do with inflation. A lot of times prices go up and our pay stays the same. Inflation is a big problem. And it only happens because we do not have the U.S. dollar backed by something that retains its value over time. Remember when we went off the gold standard in 1971? Inflation was occurring before that. Why? Because we technically went off the gold standard. Nixon took us off the gold standard in 71. We started going off the gold standard 100 years earlier after the Civil War because we uh, the U.S. government stopped allowing you to redeem your dollars in gold at certain times. Gold was confiscated during the Great, uh, the Great Depression. We saw um, gold not being able to be redeemed, uh, U.S. dollars being able to be redeemed in gold during the First World War. We started going away from the gold standard much earlier than 1971. People don't realize that. Inflation started because we sacrificed the gold standard for building an economy on the back of debt. National debt right now in America is 25 bill, excuse me, 25 trillion dollars. Global debt is in the hundreds of trillions. We have built our entire modern society on a bubble. A bubble pops eventually. And when it does, society as we know it collapses. Now luckily, we've gotten very good at managing it. And I don't say that in a in a in a in a a way to try and get you scared. That's just the fact of the matter. Go study the Roman Empire. They built their entire society on the back of debt, and as soon as too many things started pricking at that bubble, it popped and the whole thing fell apart. Rome didn't fall because the Gauls invaded. The, excuse me. The the, the Rome didn't invade didn't fall because the uh, because I'm forgetting the name of the faction that invaded them, but because the barbarians invaded. Rome has seven hundred. No, 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 no. Carthage was defeated in the three hundreds, uh, the three hundred BC. I'm talking about three seventy three when it started to fall. Um, I'm just done. No, 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 no. It's okay. No, no, no. Don't stop, say. Rome didn't fall because it was invaded. Rome fell because they debased their currency and they started clipping the amount of silver and gold content in their coins and built their entire society on debt. That's why it fell. And then because they were weak, other outside factors attacked. Now, everybody thinks that they fell because of a famine and because of the barbarians invading. That is not why they fell. They fell because they debased their currency. That's what we're doing. So tying all this back, why are we interested in gold? Because gold was the way that the U.S. dollar retained its saleability over time. When the U.S. dollar was redeemable in gold and and uh, the U.S. dollar was backed by gold and all other sovereign currencies were backed by either gold or silver, they didn't have massive inflation. There was no issue with building a society on the back of debt. You notice how in the 1700s, wars were very small. And then the 1900s come around, and wars get massive. Why is that? Because in the 1700s, in the Middle Ages, in the Dark Ages, in the Renaissance, kings had to fund their army by raising taxes. They didn't have the ability to print money to, fu to fund an army. They didn't. If they raised their taxes too high, everybody would rebel. Now, we're raising taxes still, but the way that we get taxes is really not by a 40% income tax for $400,000 earners. It's from the inflation that we see every single year. Wars got bigger, and society grew because of that debt. Mm. But there's a problem in that. That bubble pops eventually, and it debases our currency, and it steals your value. Gold is invaluable because of that, but Bitcoin is the new gold, and Bitcoin is taking the place of gold. And that is why... I think that this drop that we've seen over the weekend in gold is important. Notice gold dropped 5% in four days. That is a lot of volatility. You don't see that too often on gold. Now, we've seen a lot of volatility in the last year and a half on gold, but generally speaking, you don't see that big of a dip. It is somewhat rare. But in the same time, the last four days, what has Bitcoin done? Bitcoin has rallied. 
How much? In the last six days, we've rallied 20%. Gold's dropped 20%, Bitcoin's up 20%. What does this tell us? In my opinion, this is not the reason for this rally, but it does remind us of something, and that is that Bitcoin is the new gold. Bitcoin retains value into the future. It has a limited supply. If the entire world was built on the back of Bitcoin, we wouldn't have a debt bubble right now. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have something that's at risk of popping. Think about it like this. Build a city on a waterbed. What happens if you deflate that waterbed? What happens if you let all the water out? The whole city falls apart and the foundations crumble and the whole thing dies. That is our society right now. There's a reason I'm passionate about this because a lot of people talk about, oh, what are we doing to our kids? The next generation is going to have to pay for this. And that's true. But what about our generation as well? We're having to pay for this right now. Mm -hmm. Inflation is a silent killer. Every year when there's 2% inflation, you know what that is? That's an extra 2% tax on you. You might not realize this. You might be in a 15% tax bracket. Every time there's inflation, you get an extra 2% because of that. In fact, it's even more than that. We've seen almost 50% inflation as far as the currency is concerned, as far as the currency supply is concerned over the last 18 months. That hasn't impacted prices that much yet, but it's going to, and it's going to affect you in a big way. Gold going down, Bitcoin going up is a major reason that we should be reminded that Bitcoin is the future. So we're talking about the short term in the beginning of this stream, and now we're talking about the long term. The long term of Bitcoin is incredibly strong because every society that has ever succeeded for the long run has built their currency on the back of something solid. And when they stopped, within a couple hundred years, they fell. Rome started debasing their currency 300 years before they fell. It takes time. I'm not saying that this is even going to happen in our lifetime, but it is, in fact, it is affecting us right now. At some point, this has got to end. At some point, we get hit by too many things at once, like a pandemic, and then we have that waterbed deflate and the foundations crumble. When does that happen? Does it happen in our lifetime or our kids? I don't mm -hmm. care. The point is it's going to happen eventually, and Bitcoin is not only the best solution. It is the only solution. So buy Bitcoin, hold it, and don't let anybody scare you into selling it because you will regret it. Yeah. What do you think about all that, Tim? No, I, I, what I was going to chime <laughs> in there, what, what I was going to say just at the end, and we'll, we'll wrap this up and keep moving because we only have a couple minutes left. I mean, just think of it this simply. You know, when, with all these different payments plans adopting Bitcoin and saying you can now buy Bitcoin, what is the thing that all of us crypto people have been saying? Like, why would I spend my Bitcoin on that? Yeah. Right? Here's the difference, though. For years because the U.S. dollar has been effectively dying, you don't have the same thought with the U.S. dollar. There isn't that thought of like, why would I spend yes. my U.S. dollar on that? That's We're just such like, a good point. do I have the money? All right, spend it. That's such a good point. With Bitcoin, it's like, no, 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 I'm going to be smart with this. What happens when people think that way of, no, 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 I'm going to be smart with this? That's when the economy actually does well. That's when generational wealth begins to flourish. Absolutely. That's what Bitcoin that does for us. That is such a good point. I don't want you guys to miss that. What he just said is the crux of the issues with most of the modern world. I talk about delayed gratification quite a bit here on the channel. It's very important. Delaying gratification and investing is very important. Here's the problem, though. We know as a society that our currencies are losing value. So what do we do? We try and spend it. How much better of a thought is it to hold on to it and invest it and store it up for the future so that you'll have more in 20 years than you do now? That is another big issue and mm -hmm. how inflation affects the culture. We have such instant gratification culture because of our currency. You might not have ever made that connection. In fact, I'm sure you haven't because I didn't realize that until Safadine almost talked about it in the Bitcoin standard, but it's true. A lot of the issues with our culture go back to inflation because it incentivizes instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin incentivizes delayed gratification. What he just said is critical. Don't miss it. Anyway, all right, let's, let's do Super Chats, then we'll do our predictions. Uh, we will not have time to talk about the... Uh, 
the the bill, but but the afternoon video is going to be dedicated yep. to it. So yep. all the thoughts are going to be there. So let's move through this. Chris Bullet Gaming has two real quick. He said, first of all, LL, I was trolling earlier. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I think because he was the one who said that people were uh, the YouTubers were accepting money oh, uh, yeah. for fun. But then he gave another one. But you have to do this, mate, because he literally gave ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for this. Smay. Please say pee pee poo poo. My God, I'll do it for a hundred. Stop. Okay. <laughs> he, He's already he given like no, he did. He gave four ninety nine and then ninety nine. Right. So he gave a hundred and like three, a hundred and four. All right. Oh my gosh. Pee pee poo poo. Good lord. Was it worth it, Chris? Was it worth it? All right. Simon, <laughs> Simon Herring, he, Hetherington. Simon Hetherington. Learned so much from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Matt C. Doing again. This is great. Matt C. Said I'm three-fourths of the way through the Bitcoin standard. It should be mandatory reading in our schools. I agree. It will change the way you view and understand money forever. Absolutely. Could not agree with you anymore, Matt C. Last one from Raymond Svod, Svodbota. I think, so it's what bought that. Jeb and I, uh, Jeb, I was late to the game and bought in around 50000 Should I take profits? Well, you're not at profit yet. Uh, if I can, and then buy back in the bear market? I would say no, but whenever people ask me for my advice, I always respond with two questions. What's your risk tolerance? What's your time horizon? Are you willing to take the risk on holding Bitcoin for 10 years? And are you willing to hold it for 10 years? What's your risk tolerance? How much risk are you willing to take? For example, if you're 70 years old and retired on a fixed income, you probably don't have a very high risk tolerance. I'm 20 years old and I'm a business owner. I have the ability to take a risk on investing. I don't What's your risk tolerance? Yeah. What's your time horizon? How long are you willing to be invested in? For example, I'm 20. I have a time horizon of 50 plus years. I'm willing to be invested in something for the long run. So think about those two questions. If I were in your situation, hell no, I wouldn't sell. I would hold on to it and be very thankful I did in 10 years when it's worth a million bucks a coin. But that's yeah. just me. You got to do your own analysis. Yep. Last two. Uh, Chris Bullet Gaming just gave... Twenty four ninety nine again. I, There's I your hundreds, man. He just wanted to make sure he was significantly over that. Uh, <laughs> JD Park said, "No more ties. Whoever wins bitcoins wins, or whichever crypto has the most seven day gains wins, or kiss each other." That ain't gonna happen. We're not gonna kiss each other. Not gonna happen. Uh, we'll do. We'll do. We, I do have. A, I do have an edit. I'll announce here in a second that we're gonna have to help with stuff. But I, I mean, it's pretty rare to tie. Usually, usually one of us wins. Two of them. But uh, hopefully, there's time another tie this week. Um, Oh, gosh. One more. What do you think the top of ETH and Bitcoin and when? Uh, I think both of them are going to break all-time high yeah, this year. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yep. Yeah, new all-time highs. I think we've kind of said like Bitcoin, what, right around the $100,000 level, maybe a little bit below. I know Smay's definitely below. Yeah. I think I might float a little bit above the $100,000. Uh, Jeb's probably floating right there at it. Yep. Uh, and then Ethereum. I, I, I think eight. 8,000 is a good... 8,000 this year? I think, you think that? I think that's a good little range for Ethereum. I think that's possible, yeah. All right, so moving on to price predictions. So I know Jeb is working on his. May has his. I got mine down. Here's the thing that I did edit. So just so that we don't have another shabacle like last week when Jeb and Smay both said $1.40 mm-hmm. for Cardano and then one of them had to go lower. What we are doing is every single prediction has five digits. So Bitcoin's down to the dollar. Ethereum is down to the 10 cent margin. And then Cardano is down to what is that? That's thousandth a thousand a ten thousand a ten thousandth of a, a, thousandth of a cent of a, cent, of a dollar of a dollar sorry yeah um so it'd be a hundredth of a cent uh so this is our prediction just made you have yours already jeb do you have yours kind of figured? i can go first on the on them since i don't have yeah, them jeb, yet. go ahead uh bitcoin and guys i'm pulling a number out of the rug here if i if out of the hat it's, here it's a week that you hack and i have to yeah so I've done a lot of TA on Bitcoin, so this is probably going to be the strongest prediction I have. I haven't done much today on ETH and ADA because I've been planning this stream. Bitcoin, I, if I spent more time on it, I'd come with a more exact prediction, but I'm going to pull a number here and say I think we're going to be trading at uh, 
45,775. 775. Yes, sir. All right, Ethereum. Ethereum. Gosh, Ethereum is hard right now because Ethereum... I have no idea on yep, Ethereum. They, they Tomorrow's gotta, TA is going to be complicated. You got to pull it out. Uh, you know what? Let's go for broke. $3,333.03. And and Wait, $3,300? Five threes. Okay. Five threes. In okay. fact, make it make six threes. Well, you only get five. Okay. Uh, Cardano. <laughs> Cardano. <laughs> Cardano. Um... Hell, I have no idea on Cardano. Like I said, I haven't done TA in the last three days on Cardano and ETH. Um, Cardano, $1.49 and uh, 86 after that. Yeah. So one forty nine eighty six. Gosh. Pulling a number out of you my guys, hat. You guys are about to hear something crazy. But anyway, Smay, mm. what are your numbers? All right. I have... Forty-four thousand six hundred sixty-nine. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Forty-four six what? Forty-four six hundred yep. sixty-nine. Okay. Well, no, you only get five, so you don't get the point on that one. <laughs> Ethereum, <laughs> five, so digit. five digits, five digits, not seven. It's Just five. Sixty-nine cents. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Smack. You only get five. Three thousand. 69 and 69 cents. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't is he is he and referencing just six. something? You don't too? get you don't get six digits. Stop taking away my digits. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I have one dollar and forty-four cents point sixty-nine for one forty-four sixty-nine. Mm. I get that sixty-nine there. All right, gotcha. So Smay has a really interesting one. It, it's actually pretty funny. Poor Smay on Bitcoin, uh, because remember, remember Jeff's prediction of forty-five seven seventy-five. I have forty-four five sixty-three, which puts Smay dab smack in the middle at forty-four six sixty-nine. How does that feel, Smay? I've been living there. <laughs> Dab smack like in the I'm middle. Still gonna win. Super sucks. Feels like I'm still gonna win. That was some fighting words. We'll so, see. so uh, Jeb's three thousand three hundred thirty-three and thirty cents is barely over my three thousand three hundred and forty cents. So I'm we are literally now, so right there. I'm We're so confused right there. So many numbers. I, I'll do the math tomorrow so people know the the margin that people have for victory. Okay. Uh, but on this one, Jeb is in the middle. Not a lot. Just may give him a little bit of cushion there with. Going all the way up to 600. But Jeb's got a small window for Ethereum. Uh, and then the last one. So Jeb said $1.4986. Smay said $1.4469. I said $1.50 and 34. Mm, so we are all, with this. Wait, this might be wait, the wait, wait, closest. Wait, 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 wait. What, what did, what's my Ethereum prediction? Your Ethereum was 3,669. No, it's not. It's what did you say? 3,069. No, you oh. said 3,669. Oh, I, I might have misspoke. You must have misspoke. So you, you said, want 3,000 flat. Yeah, it's 3,069. So you want low. Yeah, you said yeah. you said 3,669. All right, all right. You said 3,669. You said three six nine six nine. Must have got confused because of Bitcoin, but yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, those are our predictions. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure to subscribe for more content. We have nine thirty live, coffee and crypto five days a week here on the channel, and we also upload like four con- four pieces of content every single weekday and weekend content and all kinds of stuff. Make sure to tune in because we're trying to cover as much as possible here in crypto in the most detail and the highest quality as possible. Make sure to subscribe to the channel for more content. If you are interested in learning more about technical analysis, because as you've seen today. 
today. It is incredibly powerful for predicting what Bitcoin is going to do next so that you can profit. Make sure to sign up for the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy with a link in the description box down below. Make sure to sign up for Lux Algo. The link is down below as well. Use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. It gives you buy and sell signals that are incredibly accurate and very powerful. And also, make sure to sign up for the webinar because those seats are going fast. I have a feeling it's going to be completely sold out by the end of tomorrow. What's the date of that webinar again? The 18th at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. So make yeah. sure to st uh, tune in for that. It's going to be really fun. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure to check that out with the link in the description box down below. And also make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CryptoJeb and at CryptoJeb Official over on TikTok. But that's going to do it for today's show, guys. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.